Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Shit is crazy, y'all. Welcome to the Modern Waiter Podcast, where we help restaurant patrons enjoy their experience by giving them a look behind the industry curtain. I'm tired of working dead beat jobs for lame pay. I'm tired of getting fired and hired the same day. If you know the rules of the game, then you'll say. I'm Marlon Joseph, the Modern Waiter, and we are here with two laughy people. <laughs> this is what I have to deal with here. On today's podcast, we talk to Raw Chef Carla. Hi. And as usual, we join... Laffy person number two. Laffy person number two. (laughs) Would be me. My good friend, Danny DeVillo. Hi, everybody. How are we doing out there today? All right. This is a long time coming. So, Raw Chef Carla, good friend of mine. A vegan raw chef. Yep. Oh, baby, I like it raw. Oh, baby, I like it raw. <laughs> uh, share with us your mission statement. Well, my mission statement is to change the way the world eats. The One whole world? Of- yeah, hell yeah. Wow. You gotta think big. That's true. Thinking big. Okay, I, I interrupted you when you said world. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's fine. That's it. That's <laughs> okay, it. mission statement. Change the way the world eats. Are you going to yeah. start with like curing hunger and stuff like that? No, that's not how it's going to start. <laughs> I'm but joking, I'm joking. <laughs> well, that's a big mission. Yeah, you know, well, it's, it's a big world. <laughs> it is. So that's the mission. How 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 do we execute? What do you what do you do? So I basically teach people to eat healthier through um, a raw vegan diet. Okay. So that's what I've been doing for the past about six years mm-hmm. or so. And I love it. Um, I realize that people are not very aware of what um, eating clean really is. Mm-hmm. And with so many fad diets out there and so many products that are just misleading, it's important to have that education. And there's a, there is some education required to eat healthy or clean. I feel like the word healthy is abused. True. You know? It should just be the way we eat. Yeah. Why true. don't we say eat badly? Right. <laughs> you know? We kind of do. Like the the baseline is uh, I'm just going to go eat. Tell them I eat bad all the time. <laughs> well, not between you two. Leave me out of this. <laughs> You know, like, uh, I mean, if we're going to, you know, eat ribs or, you know, fast food or whatever, we're going to say, oh, we're going to go eat badly. But then when we go, you know, we're so proud of ourselves when we go eat something healthy. It's like, oh, are you eating healthy? That's true. You know, it's it's so strange how that uh, gets turned around. True. Same way with the word diet. People don't understand that diet is simply the way you eat and it doesn't necessarily need to be a... Something that you put in a in a time frame, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm gonna go on a diet and yeah. eat like this for ten days to lose weight True. or feel better or whatever, and then go back to your old eating patterns. Yeah, it is another abused yeah. word because sure. whatever you're eating, that's your diet. Correct. Yeah, it's your method of eating, your your way of eating. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and uh, so so how should we really say it? Like we're going on a healthy diet. No, you. Um, this is the way that I think there should be an identity to it, and this is just the way I eat. You know, it doesn't have to me anyway. It doesn't have to be 
uh, for instance, I post a lot of things on food, and then sometimes I, I'll post things that are have no meat in it, and people would say, hey, are you a vegan? Are you a vegetarian now or whatever? And I said, I'm just Carla me. made that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, just, it's just what I feel like eating that time. I do eat meat, but it doesn't mean that I have to eat meat all the time and declare that I'm, you know, a certain way. Just be whatever you are so that once you break down the the um, the walls the door, of identity, yes. Absolutely. you don't have to defend anything. I feel like um, people that eat meat have to defend it. People that eat, eat a certain way, whether they're vegetarian or raw vegan or whatever, they have to defend it. Just break down the the whole identity and just live and be. Uh, identities really separate people. True. Very true. I mean, Everything, this is why we have wars anyway, so that's a whole different topic. <laughs> well, but it, it's not true. about food, if, but in if, general, in life, just the way that, that if everybody thought the way you just said it, we'd be okay. Yeah, I mean, in general, if I'm right, <laughs> you're wrong. It has to be that way, you know? So people champion things and they don't even realize why. It's like, it doesn't have to be that way all the time. Exactly. You know, there's you, a lot of gray. There's a lot of gray. That's all it is, is, is gray. Exactly. You know, we make up the rest. Mm hmm. So anyway, we have a guest here. <laughs> I also feel like when you put a label on yourself, there's so much pressure from you to yourself and from other people towards you. And it's it changes everything. It does. So you should just embrace who you are, do the best that you can, and that's it. Yeah. And then improve every day. Like I right? always say, start at the beginning. Correct. So let's start at the beginning. Yeah. How did you get into uh, the biz, the restaurant biz, the food business? Um, my mom is actually a nutritionist, and she owned a restaurant my whole life. Okay. So I was raised at a restaurant in Brazil. Okay. I was going to ask you about that word, restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so in Brazil, our biggest meal is lunch, and my mom owned a, a buffet restaurant for lunch. So that's, quote, unquote, fast food in Brazil, you know? Okay. For business people, they're downtown. They would come, just have their lunch and leave. And my mom made me work with her since I was about nine, I think. What? <laughs> yeah, I, I was always at the restaurant. They work young in different countries. <laughs> right? I guess so. That. They, they need that. <laughs> I wish I could put my kid to work already. <laughs> I remember when I was 12, I stopped receiving an allowance, and I was, I was actually getting paid for it. And then it just continue going but i never worked in the back of the house i always worked front of the house or the office with my mom okay i liked being the cashier that was fine that money yep and then when we moved from brazil to the states i had a friend who was a manager believe it or not at a sonic drive-in where i worked for a while during high school okay that's not healthy at all (laughs) sonic now now did you eat meat then I did, not too much, because when I moved here, I didn't like the food. The food tasted funny. I didn't like the meat. I didn't like milk. So it was really easy for me to kind of wean off of it. Okay. But I still ate cheese. I still ate chicken. and I wasn't strict at all. What about salt? How are you on salt? Salt? Mm-hmm. I like salt. Okay. <laughs> Gotta ask these things. Right? <laughs> <laughs> So I guess that was my first real experience with, I guess, the industry, mm-hmm. serving people. Okay. Yeah. And then what? After Sonic. Your mom's restaurant. Yeah, my mom's <laughs> restaurant, Sonic. And then I moved around. And Are I you picking on her? <laughs> a little bit. He, he always does. I'm used to it. I just play dead. <laughs> oh. Cut my deep. Um. Then I moved to California and I worked at a Cuban restaurant and that was my first time working as a server server Okay. and serving alcohol. That was a fun experience. I barely spoke English, not barely, but you know, I didn't really drink because I was underage and people would ask me for drinks and I had no idea what it was. So I would go to the bartender and say, it sounded something like this. <laughs> <laughs> it was nerve wracking, but it was good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, and then I went away, moved back to Brazil, worked as an English teacher while I went to architecture school. Okay. Yeah. That's divergent. I know. (laughs) And then I moved back to Florida and when I went, when I came to South Florida, 
Then I started working at P.F. Chang's because it was in the corner of my house. Also not healthy, not that healthy. Mm, but they it's, have it's better than Sonic. Correct, definitely. They have options. Everything is made in the house, so mm -hmm. it's not too bad. But I found out that there's tons of sugar in every single dressing that they have. All the sauces, everything has sugar. Do you ever feel... Okay, so at that point, are you, are you a vegan yet? Yes, so I've been eating mostly a raw vegan diet since 2008. Okay. And was there a transition from just vegan to raw vegan diet no, or, or just, um, you just jumped right in? I, jumped I throw chicken right in her food all the time. She has no idea. There you, you go. What? <laughs> she goes, you what? She's like, you eat those chicken in your food all the time. She would probably throw up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's been about 11 years. I don't, I also don't like um, labeling myself. And I do the best I can with what I have at the time. Okay. But there was no transition. I basically decided to go raw vegan because my mom went raw vegan first. She healed herself from depression through a raw vegan diet. And I All thought right. that was kind of cool. So she started sharing her excitement about her new ways of eating. She came to visit. She showed me a couple things. And I was very impressed with what she was making. I decided to go on a diet, right? Because I wanted to uh. lose some weight at the time. <laughs> <laughs> so now, like, now you, we can't on one hand <laughs> right you know denigrate the way that the word is used and then use it and in the very it, same I way know. but at the time i was 20 years old and i'm like i just want to lose a couple pounds let me try this diet because i didn't even though my mom was a nutritionist and i knew how to eat mm -hmm. you know um i wasn't i could i could always be doing better so um, i went raw vegan for a week and I felt amazing. Oh, wow. Just, in, a little, in as little as a week. Day two. Okay. It was crazy. It was just, it was so fast. But, so basically, I cut out all processed foods. And so no animal products, vegetables, nuts, seeds, fruits, mushrooms, seaweed, um, and nothing that has been heated above 118 degrees. Okay. And that's to preserve all the enzymes and nutrients of the food. Because when you heat up, you kill 100% of the enzymes. And you can kill up to like 60% of protein and a lot of vitamins, B okay. vitamins and all that. So that was the whole idea behind eating raw. And I started reading a lot and it made sense. So I just jumped right in. And at the time, I had to take food to work. So I, Monday through Friday, I would really eat clean. I would make my own food, bring it to work. And then Saturday and Sunday, I would still allow myself to go out with my friends or well, being Brazilian and being surrounded by Brazilians mm -hmm. in California, everybody barbecued. So from time to time, I would do that. And then slowly, I just didn't care for it anymore because Monday through Friday, I felt so good that it made no sense to just go all out True. and have a cheat weekend. So that's how it all got started. So you... Um you pretty much covered everything, so the interview's over. <laughs> <laughs> well, but uh, so you you touched upon how your mom healed herself, um, as far as um, through the through changing her method of eating. We'll we'll say we'll say it that way, um, which is very uh, um, interesting to me because I don't believe a lot of people realize the the status quo of how they eat and how it affects their body, their mood, their their overall I'll eat because, physical I'll eat head. because I'm unhappy and I'm unhappy because I eat. <laughs> it's a vicious cycle. It's a vicious cycle. <laughs> Physiologically, what we're putting into our body really changes us chemically, really. Yeah. And depression is a very chemical thing as Correct. well. You know, um, health is an electric thing, you know, so... Um, I understand, you know, layering your knowledge on what it is that live food does for you. Um, we can talk about it a little bit later on on how the food actually can help you and heal you. Sure. So that's that's a good um, pinpoint for for a little bit later. But uh, continue. <laughs> I feel like I'm in the Matrix over here. <laughs> well, I mean, we, we kind of are, you know, I, I feel that we are because there's so much that once you see it, you can't unsee it. Yeah. You know, um, I know you're on a, on your own journey and I, I try not to, to really intervene because 
we don't have the same experiences. Mm -hmm. So why should I tell him what to do or how to do it? Because we're coming from two different places, you know, and and my advice are not going to be his. So what's easy for him isn't going to be the same. So for me, I I like sweet things or used to like sweet things. And I watched a documentary about um, the fast food. What's Super that guy? Me. Super Size Me. Great documentary. And yeah. at the same time, I met uh, a girl who ate a certain way at, at the old job. And, uh, and it was pretty much the same message. She talked about how much sugar, like not just talked about it, showed how much sugar is in a can of Coke, like physical sugar. It's true. And... Um, and showed us some french fries that didn't have a spot of mold on them and they had been a couple years old have you seen those studies they show some hamburgers from a popular chain somebody forgot them in a coat mm -hmm. like a, from last year and then the following year they grab the coat and they find the burger mm -hmm. and nothing happened to it yeah it still looks the same yeah still preserved like if bacteria doesn't want to eat it why should we exactly that's, that's my point it, it was, uh, and that's when I stopped it. Like right after that, I stopped eating fast food. Yeah, I haven't touched scary. it since. It's scary. Actually, once. So basically, I feel like they no, I feel like they do engineer foods for us to not get satiated and to keep on going back. There are studies that show that rats are more addicted to sugar than cocaine. Well, uh, I believe that because um, sugar is addictive, yeah. but they don't talk about that. Nope. You know, they talk about all these other things that, you know, uh, but, and sugar is in everything. Everything. You know, they put sugar in milk, they put sugar in and because it, it raises your baseline of what you can tolerate for sweetness. Yep. So when I got off of, you know, added sugar, everything tasted sweet to me and it was just too much. And then it, a, a strange thing happened. I didn't even look at the sugary things the same. I had a, a strange reaction to it as far as like, ugh. For so, me, it looks like plastic. If I go to a pastry shop or mm -hmm. if I'm at the supermarket and I look all of that, it looks like plastic. Yeah. I can't do it anymore. It doesn't look like real food. It, it, in, in a lot of ways, it isn't. Yeah. And you can create so many amazing things using just natural sweeteners, natural just fruits, basically. It's just a matter of getting your body used to that. Yes, the true benefit of a natural sweet sweetener is how it occurs for you, right? So if you have a natural sweetener and then you extract everything out of it, it's the difference between eating the fruit and just drinking the juice. Mm -hmm. So just drinking the juice isn't as good because you're elevating the amount that you can consume in one time without the cell the cell walls around it to Correct. slow down absorption and whatever the case may be. Very true. And then touching upon um, engineered food, um, just because it presents as food doesn't necessarily mean that it's bio-ready and ready to be used and assimilated into your body. So you're eating incomplete food. Yes. Even like, um, you know, fruits, fruits and vegetables that were modified, um, electrically, they don't have the same benefits because they're incomplete. So they don't really give you the benefits that you should, other than being pretty and you know fibrous. That's about it. True. So it's important to eat to to have non-GMO and you know organic, which Correct. is another thing. Why it's, am I paying more for you to leave out the stuff that you put in in the first place? Right. You could tell they diet together, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we lifestyle together. <laughs> we don't necessarily diet together. We might we might share ideas, but I'm nowhere. We, we're nowhere on the same planes as far as eating, but I don't say, hey, you know, you, you know, you do this or I do that. And, you know, as a matter of fact, she brought a, an apple pie for us to try, Danny. Yeah. So I can't wait. The thing has ice cream. I want to know what raw, raw vegan ice cream is. It's in the fridge. <laughs> He's looking. <laughs> so we'll find an appropriate time for that. Um, excited. So, um, now take us through, so you did take us through some of the methodology being a, a raw vegan chef, but I'm not sure you ended up at um, at um, what's the name of that restaurant, um, the, the P. Asian one, P.F. Chang. Yeah. So where after that? Because we're starting at the beginning and then I moved on to 
Casablanca Cafe. Oh, <laughs> the words no one speaks here. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't informed. No, no, no. You, you do what you want to do. So, yeah, that was it. And um, it's interesting working at places that, like, quote unquote, normal places, mm -hmm. eating the way I do. <laughs> And and now I actually work. I teach at a culinary school at a raw vegan restaurant. So that's pretty cool. I'm yeah. in alignment with my beliefs. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Because that's interesting to me because I was I, I'm really wanting to ask you how you felt serving food as a person that doesn't consume it. It's like trusting a skinny chef you know what i mean it's like <laughs> hey hey something's not right here you know i felt so many different ways well but i don't like to judge the way people eat just like you said there's people are different and they have their own journeys so mm -hmm. i try to inspire them instead of point the finger so for example every time i would go to work i would bring a green smoothie in a mason jar and everybody would see me drinking my green drinks and most people would be intrigued or disgusted, mm -hmm. but they would still want to come and try. And and then that would open up, you know, a, a conversation. Oh, how do you make them? What's in them? And so many people came back to me say, oh, I started making green drinks and I feel great and I love it. And that excited me all the time. Um, there was a Thanksgiving that I brought a pumpkin pie. Mm -hmm. um, and I shared even with the chef and they didn't believe that he was vegan and raw. So that was exciting. So I try to inspire and motivate people. Mm -hmm. And I know that everybody has their journey. Um, I'm not that person that's super disgusted by it. I have my hand up. <laughs> How do you make pie without going over 110 degrees? It's raw. I don't cook it. You're going to have to try it. Yeah, we're gonna have to try, to try it. it. We're yeah. gonna try it on air shortly. So, so even yeah, so so things like that. It's it's interesting because you say pie, but you automatically assume that pie has to be baked. That's Correct. Right. Most pies are baked. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it, and it's such no, a challenge. No, there's chilled pies. You know, um, you know, so many pies just have to set in the fridge. Yeah. You know, for example, I, I'll I'll make cheesecakes and I'll spell them with a Z. Cheesecake, just oh. to differentiate. Wow. Because there's, there's no cheese in it. Well, okay. So how do you do your job effectively serving food that you don't eat? So how do you say, oh, how is this? How is that? How's that, uh, you know, that sirloin or whatever the case Sirloin? Who has sirloin? How's that uh, <laughs> ribeye or the uh, New York steak? Or so I would go mostly uh, based on my colleague's opinion. <laughs> and I would just ask and see the people's reaction. So, And what do you tell them functionally? Um. Sometimes if I wasn't too busy, I would tell them that I was a vegan and and then I would, you know, they would leave me alone. But of course, I wanted to give my guests, the guests, my opinion. And so mostly I would just tell them whatever somebody told me. It's like, oh, yeah, this is great. This is very popular. Mm -hmm. That was a, a sentence yeah, that I used. It. Yeah, very popular. It's very popular. Because yeah. then at least I don't own it, you yeah. know? Okay. I say that about a lot of things, you know, and that's just because you're not, sometimes even if you do try it, it doesn't mean it might fit the other person's palate. So Correct. using the word, it is popular among other people, kind of shows that it's a, a group thing. Yeah. So I don't own it, you know? And some people, they would ask me, and what's your opinion? I'm like, oh, actually, I'm a vegan, so I like this dish and this dish. And I modify it like this and that. <laughs> gotcha. I'm very personal when people ask me things, so... It's hard for me. I, I don't even answer the, the question, what's popular? You know, if they put my feet to the fire, I say, what's popular? And I, I tell to, them what I like. I just tell them what I like. Yeah, I tell them what I like, but I try to find out what they like. Yeah. You know, because like yeah. popular is kind of a lazy way to describe things, I feel. Correct. As a server. So, um, and, and okay, so I end up doing that with dessert, right? So I love dessert, and um, but I don't eat chocolate. So people would ask me, you know, about a chocolate thing and I, I struggle. So sometimes I lie, you know, and I say, oh, I like this chocolate, this and that. Just because I've gotten beat up telling people that, uh, <laughs> you know, that I don't eat chocolate. Yeah, depending on how busy I was, I would lie or not. Mm. <laughs> if you would call for more conversation and I was too busy, I would just say, this is delicious. You have to get it. Walk away. 
<laughs> okay, so there are misconceptions <laughs> and there's um there are myths, you know. So I I don't believe that okay, so it's a fair assumption that Danny made about having a pie that's not baked. So what are some of the other myths out there or misconceptions or whatever the, whatever you want to call it about a raw vegan methodology? Oh, there are so many. I don't even know where to start. Okay, so let's start so, with, like, is everything cold? Um, yes and no. You can warm it up. So 118 degrees is actually warm to the okay. touch. Mm-hmm. Um, so technically you could like warm, warm things up. Yeah, so you, you could warm things up. And eat it warm. It doesn't that change the texture, like you know, heat and cold. It does, but there are techniques that you can do to actually change the texture of things. For example, um, when you wilt spinach, you immediately think put spinach in a pan and True. just warm it up to wilt. But you can actually put a little bit of salt. The salt's gonna break down the fiber if you massage it well. And it's going to look cooked. And it's going to be the same texture as cooked spinach. No idea. (laughs) Okay. So we use um, a lot of equipment too. So a high-speed blender, for example, is necessary. A high-speed blender? High-speed blender. Okay, so now I'm confused. Because um, you were talking about like a certain um, juicer. That doesn't um, heat up the, the the juice, so to speak. Yeah. And now you're talking about high speed blender. Correct. Mm. I have a few appliances in my kitchen. Okay, so <laughs> I, I cry foul here. What's going so on? So those are different things. So a blender will just blend everything into a, a smoothie, right? But you keep every you, you're keeping the fiber. So a juicer will extract the fiber and just give you the juice. You got me there. So the diff- <laughs> yeah, it's different, different machines. <laughs> He's like about to stump her. I uh, know, right? I was like, ah, I got you. No. <laughs> okay. So then, more myths. Is everything raw? Yes. So I mean, I'm no, I'm not a hundred percent raw. I'll okay. eat cooked food from from time to time. All right. Um, again, I decided to peel my label at one point because I was getting somewhat stressed and fed up altogether. Stressed because sometimes I would go out of town and I didn't have my equipment and I wanted to go eat somewhere. And I had the belief that everything that wasn't raw was unhealthy. Mm-hmm. You know, when you it's called orthorexia when you're just so obsessed about eating clean that you you just obsess over it. So I decided to stop that. God made dirt and dirt don't hurt. <laughs> I think you need a little dirt in your diet. So I, <laughs> but dirt is uh, is probably better than some of the stuff that true. we eat. <laughs> so you're right. Uh, dirt don't hurt. Um, but that GMO will kill you. <laughs> so I, I started incorporating some more, you know, cooked foods here and there. And, um, and yeah, and I, I mean, I think it's okay as long as what I'm doing is, you know, most of the time I'm eating raw foods, and and then people would 80, also, 20. I'm pretty much okay. I, I mean, I'm probably more like ninety five five, but <laughs> eighty twenty is a good place to be. You'd be lying. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also sometimes I would go somewhere and they had a dish that I liked and it was cooked and it was pretty clean and somebody would go, you can't eat that. It's not mm. raw. And I'm like... I and that's I the issue with the labels. Correct. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I can eat whatever I want. I just choose to eat raw most of the time. Mm-hmm. So, But then also I don't want to be defending myself all the time because you never know how that person is going to receive it. I find out our society definitely thrives on labels, you know? It's oh, like, totally. Uh, you're you're this and you're that. They mm-hmm. want to put you in that basket, you know. Correct. You're musketarian, mostly. <laughs> <laughs> we'll work on it. So other myths. Uh, let's see. Um, expensive. Raw vegan diet is expensive. So I was talking yes. to a coworker the other day. <laughs> Wait a minute. I was talking to a coworker once that said that he ate out every single meal. And he told me that he spent about a hundred dollars a day in junk food. In junk, he's like, oh, he's food. Food. let's just call it food. But he's eating out. That's totally different. 
correct but still i feel like if i go grocery shopping and i make my own food because also it's not that easy to find raw vegan food around mm-hmm. already made um i don't spend that much money and i know the items that the dry items that i need and i'll buy them in bulk so it doesn't need to be expensive okay so let's break down the how much myth you, a spend you go to grocery more. store it depends on where I go too. Like I like shopping at farmers markets. Okay. So well, right now I meal prep for people, so I don't shop only for myself. It's different. But back so in the think day, back. I would when you were, you know, I would spend so. like maybe sixty dollars a week. How much are you spending on the average customer? No, I mean we're talking about an individual person. I mean. There may yeah, be exactly. customers out I, there, I, I know. not Is on it, them, but like as a person who chooses this lifestyle, you know, that's, I think, more important than like, what do you, when you back in the day weren't prepping for anybody and you were eating. Just on farmer's Actually, markets. maybe you shouldn't ask if this is what she does. I don't want to give away how much she makes. <laughs> no, no, no. Not how, she, not how much she makes. No, as a person. No, your question would be more telling. No, as a person, <laughs> uh, you know, like, let's say you want, you, Danny, wanted to go raw vegan. Right, so Why you are say you lying to these people. <laughs> I, you know, let's say that uh, you know. There's do hope. You, okay, for instance, I spend anywhere from mm, sixty or seventy dollars on the low end to a hundred and twenty dollars per week grocery shopping okay. on the high end, depending on where I go. Sure. Same here. I was going to say an average of like $100, $100 a week. Okay. Not and then, like I said, I'll buy stuff in bulk and then it lasts me longer. But that's about it. I used to even juice sometimes. And juicing can get expensive because you need a lot of produce to make a little bit of juice. And I remember making juice for five days and spend like $80 at the farmer's markets. Well, here's what I, f- I feel like your your niche is needed because if people are going to do this, there's so many questions and so many assumptions, right? Correct. So I'm thinking not only is it expensive, it's time consuming. Yes. You know, like prepping at the That's first time. That's what you guys are paying for people is her time. <laughs> yeah. well, and, so and her years of knowledge. I feel two ways about that. I feel like as a society, we're so disconnected from our foods. It's mm-hmm. so easy to just go somewhere and buy whatever you want. But not everybody's reading the the labels and you don't know what's in your food. So if you get a loaf of bread that has 37 ingredients, that's completely unnecessary. You cannot even pronounce certain things. So that's killing you, right? (laughs) (laughs) So I feel like we are not, a lot of people are not used to cooking anymore. So if you come from not cooking into making a few things at home, you're going to say, oh, this is too time consuming. Mm -hmm. But once you learn how to make that and you get in the habit of it, you know, I've been making my own food for 11 years. And mind you, I was raised at a restaurant. I didn't need to cook my whole life. Mm -hmm. I did not know what that was. Of course, in the beginning, it took me a while and it would take me more time in the kitchen. But now I got the hang of it. Now I know how to prepare things in batches. I know how long it lasts me. Um, I meal prep twice a week. So I can just grab and go. Yeah. My food is ready. And, you know, if I spend three hours twice a week, then I'm not thinking about what I'm going to eat. I'm not worrying about having the ingredients at home. I did that all at once. I saw a documentary in uh, a couple of weeks ago about actually, besides the point, it's called Black in Japan. But uh, <laughs> you, you were black in Japan at one point. Yes, I was. <laughs> And this before all these mo- yeah, yeah. okay anyway so because i did it first i did it first <laughs> but um the, the 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 wildest thing i mean outside of i i can only imagine outside of you know the big cities tokyo whatever um so this person who was being interviewed talked about the differences when she came to america for a while to live and she said one of the hardest things to do was um was food wise when I lived in Japan, I knew where my food came from. I mean, I knew the people who grew my food. Yes. And here, I have no clue. So there's just a leap of faith mm-hmm. that this person is literally taking care of you or doing the right thing. And so your neighbor over there would be growing this or this person, you know, you bought from the person who grew that. 
So there's such an accountability factor there. True. Same in Brazil. I mean, that's why Carl goes to farmers markets. Yeah. You, you get a, you get accustomed with meeting people that are growing their own stuff. I'm sure you know. You probably know the. But even at the farmers market where I go, there are so many stands that are so big that you wonder if they actually grow their own mm -hmm. things because I feel I like there's no way they, they could have you know they could yeah. have it all, especially yeah. here in Florida that our climate doesn't allow for everything. Yeah, they don't so have it all. They don't have it all. A lot of things come from California or Mexico. Of course, yeah, absolutely. So. It's true because in Brazil, you would go to the farmers markets and they just pull up their trucks mm -hmm. and they put a tent over all the trucks and they sell you whatever they have and you eat seasonal too. True. Yeah, so, I'm, so you're limited to certain things certain Correct. times a year. Absolutely. Yeah. So that makes more sense. Yeah. But we are so used to having everything at hand that. It's America. It's America. Oh, go pick or go home. <laughs> <laughs> true. Very true. I want it now. I want it now. <laughs> I don't want it six months from now, <laughs> three months from now. I want my lettuce now. It's not lettuce season. Make it lettuce season. We import from everywhere that somebody has lettuce going. <laughs> yeah, right. Somebody got that lettuce going. We should have this community where, you know, I'll grow the lettuce, you grow the basil, yeah. you know, and we just That'd be lovely. swap it out. Well, you I mean, know? it kind of works that way. And that's, about free, that's how the free trade market is. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's, there's so much. Yeah, I mean, that's there's what it breaks so down much. to, but yeah. Yeah. All right, so more more myths to to bust here. Mm. Um, so we talked about uh, ex expense and the prep time. What about uh, only eating at home? I mean, you kind of touched on. So there are not, especially here where we live, there are many restaurants that serve raw vegan food, but more and more restaurants are now offering vegan options, and. Some of them are fairly healthy. Mm -hmm. I mean, again, you never know what kind of oil they're using. You never know what damn oil too. Yeah, oh. like uh, canola oil. I'm, ar really. I'm already it's, exhausted. I know. I know. <laughs> well, it's so much work. So you much just work. go down the rabbit hole, and it's yeah. so tough. Because what's the oil too? You know those things that, that you see and you can't unsee. That's how it goes. Once you start oh, learning man. about this, it's it's scary. Oh yeah, that canola be getting you right. <laughs> So I tried to kind of, you know, look away and then just, oh, there's a vegan option. I'll get that. And that's yeah. when I open my exceptions, you know, so I'm okay. I don't go out that's to eat all the everybody. time. There you go. Mm. <laughs> I don't go out to eat all the time. But when I do, I'll allow myself to have a meal. And then I try not to worry about it because I feel like if you're stressed over it and you're eating it mm -hmm. with like expecting it to you're make having, you sick. You're giving me anxiety talking you're, about this. You're already sick, you know? So I try to relax, and if I made that choice, I'm just going to eat it and enjoy it. I'll make it a point to enjoy it and then move on. And sometimes it's actually good because you give yourself a reminder of why you make your own food. It's like, oh, I don't like the way I feel. That's why I eat at home. Are you becoming uh, or now? What's that word? Anorexic? Or, or <laughs> orthorexic. Orthorexic? Am I? <laughs> yeah. Super clean eater? <laughs> Look at my eyes. Roll them. <laughs> and I have two more um, myths I'm worried sure. about. I'm, I'm, I'm curious about. When are we going to eat the pie? <laughs> <laughs> That's all he's worried oh about. Oh, my gosh. Calm all down, right, We're going to eat it right after these messages. We'll be right back. <laughs> Kidding. Good Lord. <laughs> Ma, the meatloaf. <laughs> I need it now. <laughs> so I described to a friend uh, early in the year, Danny and I do, uh, we do different things, but pretty much the same idea at the beginning of the year. And it doesn't have to be the beginning of the year. We choose the beginning of the year because. It just makes it easier. It just makes it easier. Yeah. We could drink it for, for, for a month. Um, I eat healthy. I eat, well, I eat, I clean up. It's a full reset. You, you get back. Full like, reset. You try to get back in the gym. You get back into a routine of life because it usually. Wait, wait, wait. I'm always in the gym. Well, no, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you might take like a week or two off every once yeah, in a while. Yeah, but you know, I like January. We we do. Our yeah, we know. You you jump right back into life at full. full but we we go hardcore. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, That's what I mean. we 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 clean up. Yeah, and uh, so it, it, amazing things happen in my body when when I clean up. So my friend was like, I could never do that. You know, I got to get my protein. So dispel this protein myth that, you know, you have to eat meat to get your protein and, and whatnot. Everything has protein. And now I feel like protein 
is also an abused word because um, protein does not belong to meat. In fact, meat is not necessarily the best source of protein. And protein is, is to me anyway, uh, you know, for my limited, you know, method of, of relating it to you, it's simply, um, you know, a combination of, of elements. Yeah. So basically amino acids make protein and everything has amino acids. So if you have a varied diet, you're consuming all your amino acids and the, those are the building blocks of protein. Yeah. But somebody one day decided that we need 180 grams of protein a day and then all these people are just loading up on protein which is really bad for your kidneys too but to be realistic have you ever heard of somebody who is in some form but what i mean is have you ever heard of anybody who's protein deficient not only that like some of the strongest animals are 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 vegan or oh, right, yeah. vegetarian. I mean, like we, a gr- they're a gorilla, getting their protein from grass exactly. and then we're eating them. So. A gorilla it will rip you in half. Saying a gorilla. No, but you no, can eat but, whatever a gorilla eats. Exactly. Like a rhino. And I haven't ate any of those things. <laughs> but cows don't eat meat either. I, I'm and just, you eat cows. Look, I'm oh, we be eating them cows, bro. Oh, they're, right? delicious. <laughs> they're delicious. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I'll never give you up, cow. <laughs> <laughs> Like a poster boy for Chick Fil A. Oh, <laughs> Yo, this Popeyes. I drove by. Is it, is it ridiculous? I don't. I don't eat that stuff. But there's a line. Yo, what? There's a line outside really, Popeyes. I, I don't even know what they sell. They on chicken. traffic. <laughs> they sell chicken. Okay. Get out. <laughs> so serious. I haven't really. Popeyes sell fried chicken. Popeyes sell fried chicken. But to Popeyes. they have a new chicken sandwich, and it's like the the rave. But no, I've, I haven't tried it yet. So Apparently, it is killing Chick Fil A right now. Oh, I heard it's ridiculous. Never been to Chick Fil A either. Oh, Chick-fil-A I'm not a big fan. I don't see the big deal. I went once. And I haven't been back, and so many people are in the matrix with this Chick Fil A. And I'm I like, never cared much for burgers in general because it's a, it's an American thing, you know. I didn't grow up on burgers, so I never got it. When I moved to California, I remember a friend, "Oh, you have to go to In and Out. It's so good." And then I ate it. In and Out's a burger. It's the, just a burger. It's just the patty on. Are you bun. sure you're Brazilian? Because Brazilians oh. dig on meat. Oh, they love beef. Barbecue though. Barbacoa. <laughs> I liked barbecue. That was different. So um, yeah. So apparently, Popeye's chicken sandwich is fire. I heard. <laughs> so I mean, it's so much fire. There's lines of cars to turn in. Stop enticing right him. Now. We're trying to make him eat cleaner. We're not trying to make anybody eat cleaner. Just <clears throat> listen. Where's We're my trying pie? to inspire. <laughs> Sometimes I wish I didn't know what I knew. <laughs> I know. Trust me. I, I, mean, it, sometimes I think about that. <laughs> it is. It's Blue easier. Pill. It is it's easier. easier. I mean, although I was recently in California and it was amazing because you can find clean food everywhere. Yeah. And I went to some really good restaurants. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But I went to some really good restaurants. Very That's clean awesome. Food, and it was amazing. And they were full, too. So that makes me happy. Yeah. It's it's growing. Oh, it's the California growing... diet. All right. Let's, let's eat this thing. Let's, <laughs> Go let's eat, eat this pie. thing. All right, so um, just you guys keep talking. I'll go grab it. <laughs> Is it gonna make it I'm over not here? I'm sure I trust you with the pie. <laughs> not gonna make it over here. I know, right? Okay. Oh god. I'm excited for you to try this thing. I'm I'm ready. Should I describe it? Yes, please. <laughs> okay, so raw foods are actually very filling because it's... we're we're gonna put a picture of it on. Uh, on the website. Please do. I already, already took a picture. So um, raw foods, they're very nutri- nutrient dense. So they can be very filling. Mm-hmm. So a little goes a long way, especially when it comes to desserts. So the crust is made out of walnuts and dates Ooh. and some other stuff. But the core of it, the bulk of it is walnuts and dates. Mm-hmm. And then there is a caramel sauce. Also wait, wait, wait. Are there any apples in this apple pie? Yes. Did I miss when you said apples? Because no, I heard I walnuts. There. Okay, my bad. <laughs> I'm good. That's yours. Okay. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you something, Carla. I don't eat anything that the chef don't eat. Oh, okay. I it's, was just trying to be is, careful. It, it, very nice, but I don't trust people. 
Okay, I'll, I'll eat it first. <laughs> Listen, if if you're making me a cart and I have to ride in the cart, you're getting the first ride. <laughs> okay, I gotcha. Okay, so this is probably not the best for audio, but we are cutting yeah, the pie. He's cutting the pie. He's yeah. digging in. Okay, the texture is very good. It looks the good. Crust. It's tiny. Okay, I thought I was getting it's a real pie. It's not tiny. It's like a handheld. What do you mean a real pie? It is a real pie. <laughs> well, I made them it's a, a it's, it's bigger than small a pie. It, it's a baby pie. Them. When we put the picture on there. It's going to look big on the picture, but it's. <laughs> <laughs> it's a four inch pie. Yeah, and, and what woman likes a four inch? <laughs> I'm leaving that one right My where it God. is. So you can't you can't have in the presence of a woman know what a woman wants. She's gonna tell you what she wants. Look, I'll, I'll cut you two. I, 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 I I'll cut you two inches. <laughs> I'll, I'll cut you a two inch part of the four inch pie. How about that? Oh, what? Well, now you have to eat it. You've been you don't want all that. You've been talking about how small the pie is. <laughs> And you you brought us dinner forks, not 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 uh, cake forks, by the way. <laughs> you should have had all this in front of us already. You're right. I'm not gonna lie. You're right. So we're gonna go. We're gonna dig into the pie. Yes. Oh my gosh, I am kind of nervous to be very you honest be. with you. I think Danny is gonna put it in his mouth. <laughs> and Maybe you shouldn't have brought pie. They're quiet. I don't know what that means. It's actually pretty good. Ah. Mm. There's a lot of flavor here. There you go. And the crust really is actually crusty. But what do you mean you wouldn't call it ice cream? It's not really ice cream. It's like a like a whipped cream. No, it's it's holding together. It's good. I have this ice cream. I don't even eat ice cream. Mm -hmm. I'd have this ice cream. If I eat real ice cream. Walnuts and dates. Mm. And some coconut sugar and some vanilla. Mm, scoop this ice cream over here. And then the inside. Hey, I was going to eat that. Yeah. No, you weren't because you were, it's you whipped were bitching cream. about you how big of a, I gave you. And now you want it. Yeah. You're like, a, ice cream. you're like a little kid. Some more ice cream, buddy? I got you. No, it's okay. Fine. I got you, buddy. Don't worry about it. So the ice cream is actually made out of coconut and cashews and maple syrup. And I put a little bit of ginger in there. You lied to me. Why? I'm going to hold my hair up slick. <laughs> mm, this is good. Mm. I tell you what, it is good. The crust is very crusty, but it's do, not do. like a flour crust. It's um, we should do taste testing. More it, often. it has crunch to it, but so much more flavor than a regular crust. I could just eat the crust. Yep, I like this crust. Let me let me isolate this um, <laughs> cashew ice cream here. It is chilled. Mm. The finish goes away much faster than regular ice cream. It does have a creamy texture, though. That's mm -hmm. so weird. How do you achieve that without uh, dairy? Coconut or cashews are used uh, as the base for most creamy mm. items. You're good. Thank you. I know. Oh, <laughs> wow. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Just kidding, kind of. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. If you know you're good, you're good. No, it's great. Yo, LeBron don't have to be like, oh, no, it was nothing. He knows he's good. <laughs> True. False modesty. Don't need any of that. There you go. Raw Chef Carlo. Yeah. Good Lord, man. That's good. Right? But it's very sweet, though. It is. It's very, I need some water now. It's, it's, it's very sweet. So, Thank you. No, milk. <laughs> Oh, I'm not so on the diet that you guys are on. I love true. that. <laughs> we are not on a diet. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> I just eat and I choose not to eat a lot of dairy. So when it, when I'm making uh, certain desserts, it's it can be challenging for me because I have been off of sugar for so long. Mm -hmm. and you have milk? <laughs> I do actually. <laughs> actually, no. I'm out. I just, just I just finished it. He just crushed me. I have uh, almond milk. I know you oh, don't yes. want that. <laughs> I know you don't want that. I knew we were friends for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just finished. I, I very very rarely buy milk, and I just finished it because certain things I cook with a, a small amount of milk. I, so I do eat clean, but I'm not exclusive on anything. 
I find that my body can take care of things if I'm not overindulging in any one thing. I love cheese more than sugar or anything. So that's the one thing I, I do miss is eating cheese. Mm. I do eat cheese, but not as much as I did before yeah. because my body just reacts a certain way. And I did tell you I'm going back to being cleaner because my body's revolting. Yeah. And, and it's very important to listen to your body too because I believe that everybody's different. Mm -hmm. And even with the protein, you know, some people need more protein than others. Some people thrive on a higher fat diet and low mm -hmm. carb or other people do mostly fruits, for example, in my world. People, yeah. They eat raw foods. A lot of people thrive on fruits. Fruits are delicious. And I feel like, but for everything, you know? So it's just a matter of listening to your body. And for me, when I cleaned up my diet, that's when I started actually listening to my body. And I was able to pay attention to how I was reacting to things. So for example, if I eat cheese, I I don't feel good. And mm -hmm. it's immediate. Well, I feel like unless you're clean, you can't hear your body over cravings and things like that. Like, um... Well, there are many reasons for that. But one thing is that I feel like we're so used to, like we're eating junk all the time yeah. or foods that aren't so clean or healthy. Um, they were numb to it. True. Right? We're just numb. Also, I noticed that a lot of people believe that your body should have aches and pains because it's normal and it's aging. And... I mean, you know, it doesn't need what to be that way, you speak of? right? <laughs> I know he's a vampire. He doesn't age. <laughs> he's like the same way as long as I've known him, right? But I feel like people are just used to it, so they don't even feel it. Or if they do, they think it's normal. Oh, it's mm -hmm. normal to have a heartburn after you eat. True, true. Something. And it's like, no, it's not. It's because that something is not doing you any good, and you're not listening to it. Try avoiding that and seeing how you feel. So just paying attention to how your body reacts is yeah. just magical, but not, we're not taught that, you know, sure. and we just eat out of habit or out of, I don't know. And people don't realize that um, your, your, your body is this perfect machine mm, yes. and depending on what you put into it is what you're going to get out of it. So having aches and pains is that, you know, that inflammation or that, you know, all those impur impurities and, and toxins that are in your body collecting in that area. And not only that, like your skin, you know, your skin is your largest organ and what you're eating is expressed through the skin. True. You know, so if you don't like how your your skin looks, you got to change the what you put into your body. Correct. Because that's your your reflection right there. Everything's related. And, and for me, same, it's the same thing, like eczema, you know? So Totally. That's all like, your gut. Ah, so, so that's something else, too, your gut health. And, and then I guess it brings us back to my mom's depression. Um, there is a lot of bacteria in our gut. Mm -hmm. We're mainly bacteria, basically. Like, there's a lot more bacteria DNA than our own. So we need to take care of the bacteria. And our modern habits now are basically killing all of our good bacteria and just promoting the growth of bad bacteria. Okay. And we need to feed the good bacteria with a healthy diet, with fiber from fruits and vegetables. Okay. And, you know, antibiotics and processed foods and a lot of caffeine and alcohol and all the toxins that we have in cleaning products or pesticides or whatever else. It's just killing our good gut flora. And flora. Yeah. That's a nice word. <laughs> so we need to be adding more probiotics which is the good bacteria but we also need to feed it with prebiotics which is the food for the bacteria uh, fiber and there's a lot that happens when our gut is out of whack so depression is one of them okay eczema is another one of them and then just an array of things in autoimmune diseases basically all of it stems or most of it stems from your gut so like explain to people what autoimmune um it's basically your body attacking itself. Okay. Your body thinks it's in danger and then it starts to attack itself. Thank you for not making that a pure scientific, long, drawn-out thing. No. So basically, <laughs> I, I teach classes and I like to make it easy. And the same with, with the recipes too because I don't like to spend my day in the kitchen when 
just to make a, a meal. So I try to simplify things so that people can right. understand. Yeah, Simplicity sells. There you go. See, boom, drop the mic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you do have a wealth of knowledge and are your clients just interested in the food or they're interested in, let's say, um, you know, the benefits of the gut health and changing your flora and things like that? Both. Um, so a lot of my clients, they're basically just busy and they don't want to make food or they don't have time to make food mm -hmm. and they want to just buy my food. Um, and then I also teach my classes weekly. So I get a lot of people that are just interested in eating healthier. Some people are vegan and they want to just open up their horizons, learn more recipes. Some people come for fun and some people get dragged in there and they don't eat, they eat everything, mm -hmm. but they, they're just into learning. Um, which is pretty cool. And then I have a lot of people that have had some health issues and they just want to clean up and they they don't want to do it themselves or they don't like doing it themselves or they just don't have the time. They don't know how. Good for you. Yeah. Look at you changing the world after all. There you go. <laughs> I am. And it's really cool to receive those messages, you know, after class, like, oh, you changed my life. And it just makes me tear up every time. <laughs> She's crying right now. <laughs> so what's the best way for people to reach you? Instagram. I'm very active on Instagram. Okay. Raw Chef Carla. Raw Chef, at Raw Chef Carla. At Raw Chef Carla. And you can see my, my schedule, my classes. Your beautiful food. My beautiful food. I always joke that if you're going to eat weird, you have to make it pretty. <laughs> Flora. <laughs> All right. So before I let you go, we're going to do a little, uh, you know, just talk about some, what's that, like a, like kind of like a, a Q&A? A lightning round. Okay. Boom. Lightning. Drop. You know. Ooh. So, what's your favorite food to eat? Avocados. Really? Yeah. That's so divisive because <laughs> people either hate avocados or I love, love avocados. avocados. I can live off of avocados. Yeah, but they're like, they're so... You That's asked a, the question. Don't don't get all snippy with her. That's true. I like avocados. Okay, but it's supposed to be lightning like round. Oh, you're so right. <laughs> What's your favorite food to prepare? Mm, I go through phases. Lately, it's been desserts. Yeah. I that was it. really good. So, yeah. I'm yeah. Good <laughs> I made a beautiful cake for a four-year-old this weekend. So, I was very proud of that. Nice. Yeah. What is the last piece of meat you ate? Quiet, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> Something's never changed. Um, <laughs> fish. So mm -hmm. last year I ate fish. Okay. What about red meat? Yes, but I think he's talking about real meat, like fish. Is <laughs> fish, right? Fish is not real meat. It, well, I mean, it, well, it's, it, it it's, is, but isn't it more of animal it, flesh? Yes, I think that's what he's talking about. <laughs> but right? You don't sound sexy saying animal flesh. Well, but red fish meat. Is animal flesh. Okay, red meat. Beef. Beef uh, or chicken or anything like pork. Along those lines. That's what he's asking. I'm guessing. Yeah, stay away from that pork. Pork's delicious. So good. It's so good. <laughs> Maybe like four years ago. Okay. But what was it? It was I think it was lamb. Okay. I hate lamb. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> okay. That's interesting. That's the last one. You gotta wash it down with some beef then. Right. <laughs> but Thank wash you. it that wash that lamb down with some cow. <laughs> I mean, I didn't, you know, I changed my diet for health reasons. It's not like I'm super disgusted by animals, but I never really cared much for meat growing up either. Like, okay. I was fine if it wasn't there. Gotcha. So. If you only had one fruit to eat, what would it be? Mangoes. Ooh. Forever. What? Love mangoes. Okay, lightning round. I got it. I, I <laughs> rolling his eyes. I can what hear it. I can right? hear it. Judging me here. Constantly. Like, why are you guys can judge each other after the show's <laughs> over. Uh, what happened to one? respecting what people eat? <laughs> mangoes. I used to like mangoes. I can't even eat them anymore. Oh, I love mangoes. So sweet and stringy. So yummy. Uh, what about veggie? What's your? If you only had one veggie to eat for the rest of your life, what would it be? Okay. <laughs> He's rolling his eyes again, and he's judging me again. I Not love judging. No, I, I just wasn't. Is rugula? Is, is I mean, I guess it's a leafy green but yeah, veggie. I, I just wasn't sure if it was 
Is lettuce so. vegetable or is it? It's a leafy green vegetable, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean. Oh, yeah. you want something? I, mean, I love arugula. Okay. I love it. I'm just asking. I wasn't, you know, it's more of a. <laughs> you I thought she it. was giving you another fish answer when you asked her? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was like. I'm, I'm like, hmm, is that? <laughs> zucchini. There you go. I like zucchini a lot. That make you happier? Yeah. No, I mean, this is your. This is Thank yeah, you. yeah, this yeah, is you. yeah. This, this is the lightning round. This is not about. Don't me. listen to him. Okay. I mean, listen, but don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna end it right there. Thank I you. don't have favorites. Sorry, I just like. I so that's what your struggle is. You don't yeah, have favorites. I don't have favorites. Because that's all she phases. eats. Is the things you just said. She doesn't eat anything <laughs> else. She has to not have favorites. Hey, I make all a those, lot of good food, so zip it. I'm no. I'm just saying, like. Everything we just talked about in the lightning round are pretty much your diet. So you would have to eat all those things to be in your diet. So you would have to like it. It's not like, you know, you're on. True, true. Sorry, I just go through phases. You should. You're going to have to because that's all you can eat. Seasonal, I guess. (laughs) She's like, whatever's in season. The freshest stuff. Well, reach out to us on at the modern way to podcast on Instagram. Let us know about your favorite fruit or vegetable <laughs> that's not arugula. Or mangoes or avocados. Or mangoes or avocados. It can be all of those things, people, who not listen to either one of them. Remember, we let talked us, about this in the beginning of the show. Let us know about your journey, exactly. whether you are how you eat, what you eat. We're always interested. I'm Marlon Joseph, the modern waiter. I'm Danny DeVilla. And we'll see you next time. We want to thank Raw Chef Carla for giving thank us you. your time. We had a great time. Thank you. My and pleasure. we'll see you next week. Every week. Subscribe. Subscribe. Subscribe, people. Later. I'm so glad you came here. You're